Hey there. Welcome to the Loco Travel Life Podcast, where we, two moms and sisters, share our experiences of traveling with our kiddos. I'm Lindsay, or as my nephews call me, Lolo. And I'm Carly, aka Auntie Coco, and we're your hosts. On this episode, we're going to take you along for an adventure that happened to us recently. Real life with us, Lolo and Coco. Life has been a little bit crazy recently. All the things have been happening. We've been trying to add in podcast life to our everyday life. So we're learning how to edit. We're learning how to connect with all of you. We're having fun enjoying those things. But life is also happening behind the scenes here with us. In June, for a long weekend, Lolo came to Wisconsin to be with us. I was thinking about this, Lolo. How long was this trip planned? Was this last minute or had we been planning it for a while? Because I really can't even remember if I'm being honest. That trip feels like it was a lifetime ago at this point because it feels like we've lived a year in the last month and a week. So five weeks total since that trip. But that trip had been planned for a little while because it was the weekend of Juneteenth and I had the holiday off for work. If there's a long holiday, I try, if I can, to make the trip to Wisconsin to visit my family. So yes, that trip was planned. Yeah, I think originally we were going to go, all of us, so you and me and the three boys and go up and visit our mom and stepdad in Oshkosh for that weekend. There's some great parks, pools, museums for us to explore. Plus, we were going to have built-in babysitters. I just don't know what I was thinking. No, you weren't thinking. You were in your cocoa mind like, I can do it. We're just going to make it happen. And in the back of my mind and Nana's mind was, mm, We're not so sure that we're going to make the trip up to Nana and Papa's. We'll probably just be staying at the farm. Yeah, I mean, traveling a little over an hour, hour and a half in the car, two and a half weeks before having a baby really just isn't smart. So because we were in Madison, not your hometown, but your new home, I feel like you're an official Wisconsinite. Is that even a thing? It's definitely a thing. Plus, I've lived in Wisconsin now. Over 10 years? Is that a thing? I think it is. I mean, it's definitely been over 10 years. It's got to be more like 15 because we're coming up. We're both approaching our 10-year wedding anniversaries. Yep, 15 sounds about right. So why don't you tell us about the places that we explored that weekend? Definitely. We squeezed... As much into the weekend as we possibly could in true loco fashion. Because She's really not kidding, guys. We squeezed in so much. Meanwhile, just want to highlight, she was 38 weeks pregnant. 37. Okay, 37. But still very pregnant. Yeah, extremely pregnant. It was Friday because you came in late Thursday night in true Lolo fashion. You like to travel after Kai's been able to have dinner and then travel through the night. So you get here about like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., and then jump right into our time together. We wake up, the kids are awake, and it's zoo day. We went to the Henry Bias Zoo in Madison. It's one of my favorite places to go to. We took the children with us. We took Nana with us. We walked around. 
Thankfully, it wasn't too hot, but it was a good exercise. We burned some energy off of the children. They played around. It was fun. We like seeing all the animals. We're learning new things. We're even learning all the names of the animals. I think we came home and just chilled at my house then for the rest of the day. Is that accurate? At some point, we went and got ice cream. At Oh, that was Friday night. Yeah, we went to the Mary Max Scoop. Yes, we did. One of my favorite places to get ice cream. It's right on Lake Wisconsin. It's absolutely beautiful. If you haven't been, it's so fun. You can also ride the ferry with your ice cream. You can walk on and walk back off. So, I mean, realistically speaking, we packed a lot in that day. All right. So then we come home, we go to sleep, all the things. We get up the next morning and we are ready to go, of course. We can't do anything little, okay? I'm just saying. So we got all of the children and all of the things. There was a lot of things. I think it overwhelmed Lolo a little bit with how much stuff we had. But we went to the Sock Riverfront Park, which is one of my favorite places to go as well. I highly recommend it. They've got a new splash pad park right on the Wisconsin River. There's trails to walk on. We went to the beach. It was exhausting. It was super hot. I was struggling at this point. I think it was like 90 degrees that day. I was all in for the splash pad, but my mom and my sister, I love them. They both have more similar personalities than I am. So I'm kind of the odd man out. I personally would have chosen like to just do the splash pad and the park, but no, we have to do the beach. And so the beach comes with so many things. You have the chair, you have the wagon, you have the beach toys, all of the things. And the splash pad is just right next to the car in a nice, happy place. But nope, we have to make the trek down the beach. It was worth it. My kids had a lot of fun. And so did Kai. I have to provide him with those cocoa moments because I only have so much time with him. And I've got to show him the finer things in life. Come on now, Lolo. Okay. But if it was just me, I probably wouldn't have navigated the beach. Probably also wouldn't have brought all of the things. I think if I had to change anything, I would not have brought all of the adult chairs down. Yes, I would have brought a chair for my 37-week pregnant sister. I would have just sat in the sand and carried the beach toys so we didn't have as many things because I think that was my breaking point. Having three chairs, the wagon, but yes, it was worth it. You mean you wouldn't have brought a chair for our 60-something mother? I'm just saying. No, Nana was playing with the boys. She got in the water. She didn't need a chair. She could walk up and go sit on the bench. Fair enough. So we got them back in the car, headed back to my house. We were going to stop for lunch, but we just fixed them whatever it was that was on their mind for lunch, put them down for naps, and we went and got... We did. We escaped. We went and got pedicures and it was glorious. We drove the 25 minutes, had peace and quiet. Then we had some sister time together. We talked a little bit about Loco while we were there. Then we went and picked up dinner from North and South. And I, at this point, was so tired. There was a little old lady sitting at the bar with me while I was picking up the food. And she goes, do you need help, honey? You look very tired. And I was like, I only have three more weeks to go. I'm good. And she's like, can I carry it outside for you? And I said, 
no, my sister's in the car. I've got this. We're good. And I just laughed at that. Um, I don't think it was three weeks. You had 10 days until your scheduled C-section. Because I just remember you getting in the car and being like, yep, I have 10 days left. It's very true. I had 10 days until my scheduled C-section, but technically he wasn't due for another three weeks or like another week after that. So you're right. Technically speaking, it's just a little bit of Monroe coming out in me. So we got home, ate dinner, and it was kind of late. We spent time with the kids. They went to bed. It was our time to work on Loco Travel Life. We had some editing to do, some recording. However, yes, I'm going to throw my husband under the bus. Sorry, Ryan. But he decided that he needed to go to bed. And our bedroom was the space we were going to record in because, you know, sound quality is important when you're doing a podcast episode. But he told us we couldn't because he was too tired. Well, unfortunately, we were out of spaces in my house for good sound quality. Everyone was already sleeping in all the other bedrooms. Just throwing this out there, we batch recorded episodes. And so we just had a few things that we had to record. I kept saying, Memphis, you're not allowed to come until our local episodes are recorded because I wanted my sister to be able to not think about local podcasts when she was newly postpartum. But yeah. Ryan, he was like, nah, you can't use our room. I was pretty furious and it carried over to the next morning. I'm not going to lie because I was like, we had the time to do it. We're not together very often. And I thought maybe Memphis would come early. You did not tell anyone that you thought Memphis might be coming early. All right, all right. The next day is Sunday. It's the last day we have together. I woke up 100% nauseous and just not really myself. I knew I needed to do two things. I needed to record and put up our pool. Yes, those are the two things that I needed to achieve before Lolo left. We also had my mom and my stepdad. So we had reinforcements with the children. Of course, the boys were up early and we didn't waste the opportunity to start setting up the pool. I started helping. Crazy. But it's true. There's picture evidence. I was out there helping. But I was just so sick to my stomach that I didn't think I was going to be able to help. And I went to lay down for a bit as the rest of the family did some prep work. My husband came in to see if I was okay and basically told me to suck it up, buttercup, and get outside and tell him how to get the pool up or it wasn't going up this year and i looked at him and i said she does not feel well you need to be nice so naturally we've given him a hard time for that and still are today and he'll probably never live it down but i mustered up the ability to actually tell everyone what to do get the pool up and i came inside and laid down again lolo asked if i thought i was in labor Or had I Googled my symptoms? Something that I really wouldn't do. But I said, no way. None of the other boys came early. Sure enough, after a quick Google search, everything was pointing to the fact that I was in labor. Yes. And just to let y'all know, my mom and I had been saying, like, she's going to go into labor early. She's probably in labor right now. She was 
not really listening to us. She was really in denial. And I think the tipping point, and maybe this wasn't the tipping point for you, but I just remember looking at you and saying, hey, you remember when you were on duo with me when we were playing cards a day before I had Kai and you were like, hey, Lindsay, I think you're in labor. And I said, no, I'm not in labor. And I was in labor. And I told you that story. Was that was that the tipping point? I think it was definitely that and that I still wasn't feeling any better. The thing is, we finished the pool. We still had one major thing to accomplish, and that was getting the next episode of Logo Travel Life finished. So we went to my bedroom, sat on the floor next to the closet, logically. Those of you that have never learned how to do a podcast, that's actually one of the best places to do it. We started working on it. It was quite humorous. Every couple of minutes, she'd ask if I was okay or apologize for needing to get this done. I said it wasn't a problem because I wasn't in labor. But again, my symptoms weren't improving. I'm not sure at what point I asked you this, but I said, hey, do you think maybe you should call the nurse on call just just to check and see what's happening You definitely did. I kept ignoring you. I did eventually call, but not at that moment. I didn't think it was possible. So nothing like feeling like the best sister on the world, sitting on the floor with your sister that's 37 weeks pregnant and thinking to yourself, why are we finishing this podcast episode? She's in labor, but then also thinking, okay, well, we kind of need to finish it because I need her because I don't know how to edit Trust me, the crash course I was teaching her on the floor wasn't going to get you the next episode, listeners. I promise. (laughs) But I would have worked to make it happen, too. I was beginning to realize, yes, I should probably admit that I'm in labor. My husband came back in the house. He says, he's got great ideas at this point, guys. He goes, (laughs) should I mow the lawn if you're in labor? Yes, of course, you should mow the lawn. Absolutely. Why wouldn't that be the first thing that comes to everybody's mind? So he's out mowing the lawn. I'm also now beginning to wonder if that was the best decision because is it going to mess with the sound quality of our podcast? I remember sitting there and pausing for a second thinking, this is probably going to be in the background noise for everybody to listen to. But at that point, I didn't care. Thankfully, though, we got everything we needed to get done I digested I was in labor. The thing that I forgot, though, guys, was I hadn't packed a bag for the hospital. Like I was not ready for my third child to join the family. So thankfully, Lola was here. And in her Lola ways of really good and efficient packing skills, helped me get ready for the hospital, even helped me remember things that I needed that I didn't even think about. So it was a good thing she was here. To your credit, you did have Monroe and McCoy packed for Nana and Papa's. And I think when we started packing, I don't think I had yet convinced you that you were in labor. I was just like, hey, I think it's a good idea. I think that this is something you should do. You're not wrong. I really wasn't convinced I was in labor. I had never had a child early. Thankfully, we worked together. We had the good logo teamwork going on and we got everything finished packing and I was ready to go to the hospital. Honestly, I don't even think I was convinced even when we arrived at the hospital that I was in labor. 
And it took some time for them to even think that I was in labor too. So I guess I wasn't crazy. Of course, I mean, I was crazy. But after about two to three hours of waiting and just seeing if I was in actual labor, the doctors decided that it was time that we could welcome baby Memphis. And I'm so thankful that he came early because let's be real, I was so done being pregnant. Traveling and going out with the kids was just becoming too exhausting. So I'm thankful that he decided it was time to come out and join the family. And everybody got to do everything that needed to happen. My boys, thankfully, just got to go right to Nana and Papa's. It was super smooth. Lola got to go home. Honestly, it couldn't have been any better. Realistically speaking, looking back, just to recap here, I definitely did all of the things that would put you into labor. I mean, on Friday, we went to the zoo, walked a ton there, and then kind of took it easy, but we went to the Merrimack Scoop. And then the next morning, of course, you know, it's summer and it's hot. And we went to the Sock Riverfront Park. We went to the beach, the splash pad, all of it and enjoyed it together. And then pedicures apparently induced labor too. We did that together. It was a very packed weekend. Not surprised that little Memphis joined us early. And his day of arrival will be one we talk about forever. Because of course, it was the epitome of loco life. And I really wouldn't have it any other way. We hope you enjoyed this behind the scenes look into our real loco life. If you want to see more, head on over to Instagram and follow along on our stories. And if you know a fellow mama out there that could use some sisterly comedic relief, we'd love it if you shared this episode with them. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Loco Travel Life podcast. Until next time, Loco Travel Lifers, get out there, face the loco, and enjoy your next adventure. You've got this.